Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. We have with us today Daniel Sanchez. And after talking about Bitcoin, the project financing in big companies and the importance of cash flow forecasting, we thought we might as well just continue the series with him. Daniel is an engineering director at one of the biggest FMCG companies in the world. And honestly, at this stage, it feels like he's the third host of this podcast, which is great because Hussam and I absolutely love him. You all know by now the importance of being in a positive cash flow state as a corporate. If you mess it up, you can have solvency issues and this is a very slippery slope towards the bankruptcy. Daniel has paid out millions of dollars over his career and has seen all types of contracts with his suppliers. Expect to learn in this episode what kind of payment terms and payment conditions can exist between a company and its suppliers, how those get negotiated and how a supplier can get a line of credit from a financial institution in order to offset them, also known as supply chain financing or factoring. And as always, please rate us on your favorite podcast app um, or all of them for what it matters. This is really helping the podcast uh, to get more renowned, uh, get higher in the rankings, make more people discover us. And well, on top of that, it makes us very happy. So please uh, do not hesitate to go and rate us. And if you would like to know more about uh, the backstages of the podcast and have a little bit more insights or in a more visual format, uh, we are on Instagram. So do not hesitate to go there as well. Follow us at Corporate Treasury 101. And with that being said, on with the episode. We'd like to touch upon payment terms to mm-hmm. supplier. Payments are, well, obviously at the center of corporate treasury as well, right? It's the money going out, so you need to foresee, plan correctly, etc. What are typical payment terms? And by that, I mean in terms of delays mm-hmm. uh, or anything else that could be relevant for corporate treasury with the suppliers in FMCG companies. Mm-hmm. I'll talk it in two aspects, okay. right? Because there are... Uh, their payment conditions and then their payment terms. Exactly. Right? So, because I could decide when you buy a car, normally, I mean, if we're well funded, you mm-hmm. buy the car cash or check, right? Yeah. You buy it immediately, pay it immediately. Uh, if you can't, you buy it with credit and you'll pay it over time. Yes. Right? For a company, the, the best way to do is to always pay over time, right? And so those okay. are payment conditions. So when we're buying, uh, when we're going to build a factory, mm-hmm. you're not going to pay for the whole factory as soon as you say, I need a factory, yeah. right? So that's the first part that, that plays into it, right? And so the, the, the payment condition, so to say, is uh, when you're looking for a big piece of equipment or you're looking for building a factory, mm-hmm. you obviously, you want to build trust with the person who's going to give you. Yeah. So you do have a down payment, right? You want okay. to facilitate that person to buy their materials and start assembling, right? So... And it typically, it's, 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 I got ahead of myself. It's typically split into three parts, right? You okay. have a down payment, which makes sure that the individual or the company that needs to supply to you something has their cash flow mm-hmm. to buy the materials and start yeah. the work. The second payment typically will come when there's something that is already delivered, mm-hmm. is built. You might see the piece of equipment or you might see the building completed, right? Okay. And then you have the final payment, which comes to performance, right? Okay. What you've asked for actually does what is intended to. Okay. okay. And so that's an important part of the project manager's forecasting process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because then 
she or he will know what goes out in July, what goes out in September, and how much will go out in November, yeah. according to how their plan has been. Then there are the, the part which you mentioned, which are the, the payment terms, mm -hmm. right? Which is, we can decide to pay suppliers on immediately. We yeah. can decide to pay suppliers on 30 days, on 40 days, on 50 days, 60 days, depending, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that typically comes in as well as a negotiation tool, right? Yeah. So what does that do is that means that even though we've sent out the payment for that supplier, mm -hmm. there will be a delay from the moment we've acknowledged to the supplier that we will pay them to the moment that that money actually comes out of the bank. Okay. Right? And that gives the company, that gives us those 30, 60 or 90 days of extra time in which that money can actually be applied mm -hmm. on something else that drives more value. Okay. Wow. So that's... Uh... And typically, you talk about those 20, 30, 40 days. What are we looking at in FMCG? Like, would you like to... I guess the, the farther in the future, the better, because you can sit on your cash and use it for more meaningful projects. Mm -hmm. More meaningful projects, I mean... Um, you can gather interest on it to the back, exactly. for example, for longer. Invest right? it, etc. So the farther, the better. But what are we... The further, the better for the company who is paying, yes. right? <laughs> the further, the worse it is for the company needs to receive, so Obviously. to say, right? Uh, yeah, okay. the, the payment term, so the amount of time that you can actually extend it, can come in two manners, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a, customer, a company that usually comes to this supplier every single year and knows that they're going to spend, yeah. typically they would not have an issue in paying 60 days or 90 days. 90 days is already probably to the extreme it's a lot. in these times, right? Yeah. But 60 days is something that you'd see usual. Okay. Why? Because that trust is there. Because the trust is there and probably because the financial institution that supports this supplier mm -hmm. knows and understands that this money will come in, right? So okay. they can actually tap into their lines of credit if they need to or whatever okay. it is, right? Instead, if I'm a new company, I'm just coming into the business, I go to the same supplier and ask for exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the first thing you come in, you're going to need to pay everything now. Okay. Right? So there's a lot of it that is related to trust. There's a lot of it that is related as well into weight in the market. Okay. Right? So more established companies have more leverage mm -hmm. in terms of the amount of time that they can delay to obviously. pay. Younger companies have less, obviously. Okay. And so when you're looking at establishing a new relationship with a new supplier, then the payment terms will be adjusted compared to the traditional 60 days or even more uh, in certain cases. But so starting a relationship means adjusting a little bit your payment terms and then when you have built trust, you can further extend the, the payment terms. Could normally mean adjusting the payment terms, right? Okay. But don't forget you have the two levers. Exactly. Because you can either use the conditions yeah. or you can use the terms to, to leverage both of them. Yeah. yeah? To manage your cash flow to, out. To, to manage our cash flow out, but also mm -hmm. to, I mean, if it's a supplier who we really want to work with, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We need to understand if there are any trade-offs. And then it's the responsibility of the project manager to then understand, okay, can I compensate this through other, something other else? cash flow. Yeah. Okay. So it's a combination of, do you trust the supplier? Do you really want the supplier? Then you maybe give him more favorable terms. You're willing to pay more upfront. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, well, actually the supplier, I know can sometimes give me bad uh, equipment or bad services so actually I want to change my payment terms to be later until they've actually given it to me exactly so it's also so do you have different suppliers with different payment terms not only on how long you've been with them but also on how much you trust them like you as a project manager trust them or how good you think their services are 
Yes, that can happen. That can and that happen. really is at your level as a project manager to decide? or Typically, in big organizations, yeah. you do have a purchasing organization mm-hmm. within it, right? Okay. They are the people who lead and who are actually legally uh, enabled to have these conversations, right? Okay. The role of the project manager is to work with these satellite organizations, so the purchasing one, as you, as mm-hmm. you rightly mentioned, Hussam, to then liaise with the suppliers, okay. right? So, uh, obviously, in big corporations, the individual needs to be always taken out of the factor. And the project manager, being a person who has access to a lot of capital, mm-hmm. needs to be taken out of the factor from a stewardship point of view, from an accountability point of view. Okay. And you mentioned this other really interesting aspect as well, which is, so you could come in with a supplier and say, hey, look, um, we're going to give you a down payment of, let's say, 30%, right? That's going to be once we issue the contract, right, to start our services agreement, say mm-hmm. you're buying some equipment from them. You say, okay, we're placing our purchase order with you. Um, down payment is 30%, but it's a 90-day payment delay, right? You said something about they can then get line of credit against that? What so there are, two, there, there are two things that actually can happen, right? Is, um, I think you guys have mentioned this in one of the previous episodes, right? So a company normally will always have a line of credit to, short, to fund your short-term financing, yes. right? So yeah. suppliers will normally have those, yeah. right? So if they know and they can show the, let's call it the, the receipt mm-hmm. that we are going to give them for the down payment, that typically facilitates for them to tap into their line of credit okay. and ideally not, either not pay the interest rate or something. The other thing that some FMCG companies have is because they are big companies, huge cash flows, mm-hmm. they work a lot with financial institutions, yeah. there is something which is called a supply chain financing, right? Which is what they do is they actually, instead of using the supplier using their line of credit, they can tap into, let's call it an an innocent line of credit, supply chain financing, Mm -hmm. backed by the company that is buying the piece of equipment where they pay, I'm going to say a symbolic, but they pay a very low level of interest rate, right? So that actually allows them to pull their cash forward. Mm -hmm. And then when those 90-day time comes, it actually goes to the financial institution. And then, but the supplier at the same time has had all the money that they needed to, to start their prep work front. So supply chain financing is, just to summarize then, so you as the... Uh, FMCG company or a big company, right, are buying uh, something from a smaller supplier, let's say, mm-hmm. right? That supplier, you have a payment term of 90 days on that. So as soon as you say, hey, look, yeah, we're going to pay you, but we're going to pay you 90 days, then there's an intermediary, like a financial institution, like a bank, which would say, hey, we know this big company, we know they're going to pay. Um, so you can borrow money from us at a lower or better interest rate than a normal loan would be mm-hmm. because we have this guarantee from this bigger mm-hmm. FMCG or cash or big company that says, hey, look, uh, this is going to uh, be paid in 90 days. Uh, so that smaller supplier can get the cash earlier with a much better interest rate. Yes, exactly. Okay. exactly. So, and right. you call it supply chain financing. It's supply chain financing. It's really interesting. Yes. We should do an episode on that. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> what you just described is factoring. And that's a, that's a very good idea of result. Definitely. We'll touch about that. Future. And just, yeah, digging uh, just a little bit deeper here. How does it work the other way around? So the FSTG, FMCG industry, sorry, typically your clients are retail companies, the ones that sell the product to the end customer, right? Do you know about the payment terms of those? Because retail companies are known to also have very long payment terms. So how do you sit in between the suppliers to enable the production of your products and the retail companies? I do not know the specifics, okay. but I do know that in the end, the balance is that 
we try to pay our suppliers as further away as possible Indeed. and we try to get paid as fast as possible obviously okay. and it's also just to make sure that our overall our overall balance is mm -hmm. more positive than negative okay makes sense and have positive cash flows mm. fair enough